Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in today's statistics episode. All right, let's do this. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on May 7th, 2017, uh, about two weeks ago now. I clocked it at 136 minutes, or just about two hours and 16 minutes, give or take, um, once you factor in all of the post-credit sequences. Um, It is a 2017 film. My summary is, the truth about Star-Lord's father is brought to light. Uh, That doesn't quite encapsulate everything that goes on in this movie, but I do feel as though it is the sort of hinge that everything revolves around, so I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I give it a 78 out of 100. It has an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes as of when I put this data in. Uh, So 78 puts it approximately at 4th on the best of 2017 list right now. One point behind Lego Batman movie, one point ahead of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, as part, It is part of both the MCU and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy series. As, it, as part of the Guardians of the Galaxy series, it is the second highest rated film. Uh, the film series has an average of an 82 it is currently four hour, 4.28 hours long and ranks as the 20th uh, highest rated uh, film series that I've seen. As part of the MCU, it ranks as number eight behind Civil War and ahead of Doctor Strange out of the 21 films that I consider to be part of the MCU. That includes one shots and short films as well. Uh, so that's actually pretty solid. And it raises the MCU's average rating to a 74.19, which makes it, puts it at 51st overall, and it makes it, uh, gives, makes its length 32, just over 32 and a half hours total, which is insane. Um, Yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, pretty good, Uh, doing some good stuff. Let's look at the director. Uh, James Gunn, this is the fourth film I have for him currently. Uh, It lowers his average film rating to a 78.75. It is the only film of his rated in the 70s. And it is his third best film overall. Uh, It raises his value to a 9 and his overall score to an 87.75. Which puts him in 353rd place. Tied with Park Chan-wook, director of Old Boy. And last year's The Handmaiden, my favorite film from 2016. Uh, It puts him behind Don Bluth, director of The Land Before Time, and ahead of Warren Beatty, uh, who directed Bullworth, Reds, and last year's Rules Don't Apply. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, at third on on his list, is behind Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and ahead of Super. Um, Looking at writers, 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Wright is only given a writing credit for James Gunn. This is his seventh film credit, uh, which raises his average film rating to a 60.86. It is the only film of his rated in the 70s. It raises his value to a 6, his score to a 66.86, and is the third highest rated film that James Gunn's name is attached to as a writer at the moment. Uh, number two is Guardians of the Galaxy, and number four is Dawn of the Dead, with number one being Slither. Um, there are, if you look at IMDb, there are a lot of other names attributed to the writing credits of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. However, all of those names, besides James Gunn, are attributed to only creating the characters, which I don't give credit to. Give credit for uh, helping to have written the film, as it were. Let's move on to the biggest chunk of the statistics, the actor page. Uh, there are going to be a lot of names here. Uh, we'll try to get through them all, get to them all, but it may take some time. Starting out at the top and working our way down, the highest rated actor that appeared in this film based on my spreadsheet is Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan, who is who plays Nebula, Gamora's sister. Uh, this is the sixth film of hers that I have seen, uh, and the fourth highest rated overall, coming in between Seven Days in Hell and Oculus. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 raises her average film rating to a 71.17, uh, and her value to a 12, which puts her score at 83.17, making which ranks her at 848th. So we're starting out pretty low, uh, given how star-studded this cast is. There are a ton of names that most people know offhand, and, but none of them are sort of the peak, uh, high-density, quality film uh, uh, machines that some of the other Marvel films uh, are, are blessed to have. In uh, So Karen Gillan at 848th is one spot behind Orlando Bloom, one spot ahead of David Oyelowo. Moving on, number next up we have Chris Pratt, who plays Peter Quill slash Star Lord. Chris Pratt, this is his 16th film that I've seen, and raises his average film rating to a 62.88, his value to a 19, and his score to an 81.88. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is his sixth highest-rated movie overall. Right behind Moneyball and right ahead of Wanted. Uh, this is he is ranked 920th, which tie, puts him tied with Stanley Tucci, one spot behind Steve Coogan, and a spot ahead of Christopher Guest. And we jump a. Another 400 spots down to Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker, who plays Yondu, um, who had one of the best performances in the movie, in my opinion. Uh, Rooker, this is his ninth film that I've seen. Guardians of the Galaxy is his fourth highest rated overall. It improves his average film rating to a 65.11. It improves his value to 11 and his score to a 76.11. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, as his fourth highest rated film, is behind Tombstone and ahead of Bastard Out of Carolina. Michael Rooker is ranked 1,302nd, puts him a spot behind Bruce Campbell, and a spot ahead of Thomas Kretschmann. Kretschmann, Kretschmann, Kretschmann. Yes, that name. 
Next up uh, is Kurt Russell, who plays Ego, uh, Peter Quill's father. This is the 21st film of Kurt Russell's that I've seen and the sixth highest rated overall. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 raises his average film rating to a 58.33 and his value to a 17, putting his score at 75.33. It is ranked behind Escape from New York and ahead of Miracle. Kurt Russell is ranked 1,347th, which puts him a spot behind Ralph Ineson, who is the father in The Witch, and a spot ahead of a cluster of people uh, uh, tied for 1,348th, but among them includes Sidney Pollock and Evangeline Lilly, who plays, who is the Wasp in the MCU. So, moving on... We have uh, Ving Rhames. This is Ving Rhames' 17th film and 6th overall. It raises his film rating to average film rating to a 58.71, his value to a 15, and his score to a 73.71. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes in just behind Mission Impossible, the first one, and comes just ahead of Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Ving Rhames is ranked 1,476th, puts him one spot behind Zoe Bell, and a spot ahead of a group of people, most of which I don't really recognize the name of, but the most prevalent one is Brian Garrity. Um, I don't know, Brian Garrity. Um, For a more recognizable name, you have Roy Scheider, who is 1,480th. But at 1,481st is our next person in this movie, and that is Bradley Cooper, voice of Rocket Raccoon. Um, This is the 29th Bradley Cooper film I've seen, uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy is the 8th highest rated overall. It raises his average film rating to a 54.66, his value to a 16, and his score to a 73.66. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes in just behind the A-Team and just ahead of Joy. As I mentioned, Bradley Cooper is one spot behind Roy Scheider and one spot ahead of Andy McDowell. Here we go. Next up is Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana plays Gamora. This is her 17th film that I've seen and her fourth highest rated overall. It improves her average film rating to a 59.71, her value to a 13, and her score to a 72.71. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 ranks just behind The Book of Life and just ahead of Star Trek Into Darkness. She is ranked 1,533rd, which puts her one spot behind Josh Lucas and one spot ahead of Ezra Miller, among others. Then we jump down to Sylvester Stallone, who played uh, one of the other Ravagers in the film. Um, He was in one of the post-credits sequences as well. This is the 14th film of his that I've seen, fourth highest rated. It improves his average film rating to a 57.86, his value to an 8, and his score to a 67.86. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 slots in just behind Creed. And just ahead of Spy Kids 3D, game over. 
Sylvester Stallone is ranked 1,862nd, just behind Lance Reddick and just ahead of the late and great Robin Williams. Damn. Next up, uh, a character who only appeared in an end credits scene. So, uh, spoiler warning uh, for this one. If you want to skip it, just skip like 30, probably a minute ahead to be safe. And that is Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, this is his 22nd film that I've seen. Fifth overall. Uh, raising his average film rating to a 54.64, his value to a 12, and his score to a 66.64. Guardians of the Galaxy falls just behind The Fly and just ahead of The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Jeff Goldblum is 1,946th overall, uh, just behind Judd Nelson and Richard Ayoade and Carrie Fisher, who are all tied for 1,943rd. And he's just ahead of John Benjamin Hickey. Next up, we have the voice of Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes, uh, in case you missed it, Miley Cyrus is the voice of Mainframe uh, in, in uh, Sylvester Stallone's uh, group of Ravager people. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the sixth film I've seen featuring Miley Cyrus's uh, voice or body. That's odd way of, that I chose to say that. It raises her average film rating to a 60.17, her value to a 6, and her score to 66.17. Uh, it is her second best film, right behind Big Fish, right ahead of Bolt. She is tied with Dev Patel and Genevieve O'Reilly. She is behind Jenny Slate and Ella Purnell and just ahead of uh, the next person on our list here who has a cameo in the film, David Hasselhoff. This is the seventh film with David Hasselhoff that I've seen uh, and his second highest overall. It raises his average film rating to a 62.14, his value to a 4, and his score to a 66.14. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where he plays himself, sort of, um, is just behind Kung Fury and just ahead of Stretch. David Hasselhoff, as I mentioned, is behind Miley Cyrus, Genevieve O'Reilly, and Dev Patel, and is just ahead of Bobby Cannavale. Then we jump down to Vin Diesel, voice of Groot slash Baby Groot. Uh, Vin Diesel... This is his 20th film that I've seen and his fourth highest overall. His average film rating goes up to 54.3. His value goes up to 7, making his score 61.3. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes in behind Guardians of the Galaxy and ahead of Find Me Guilty. Vin Diesel is ranked 2,276th and... Uh, is just behind uh, a group of people led by Richard Ryle and Geraldine James and just ahead and tied with Russell Brand just ahead of Wes Bentley. Um, Wes Bentley, who was in The Hunger Games and Interstellar and probably more notably American Beauty. Um, we skip down to Palm Clementiev. She plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This is her second film. She was added to the list because of this film. 
as I presume we will see her again, at least in Guardians 3, if not one of the Avengers films. Uh, this, as her second film, it she debuts with an average film rating of 55.5, a value of 1, and a score of 56.5. The other film is worse than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and that is the um, English-language remake of Old Boy. Palm Clementiev is tied with a couple of other people at 2,553rd. Among those people are Stephen Tobolowski and Michael Jai White. She is just behind Helen Mirren and just ahead of Timothy Oliphant. We move down to Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista is uh, Drax. Uh, this is the fifth film that I've seen him in and his second best overall. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 raises his average film rating to a 50.4, his value to a 2, and his score to 52.4. It is just behind Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and just ahead of Spectre. Dave Bautista is ranked 2,750th, which is tied with Robin Tooney and Alden Ehrenreich, just behind Rip Torn, just ahead of Robert Forster. Next up, we have another pseudo-cameo. Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 as well. That is Seth Green, voice of Howard the Duck. This is the 14th film of Seth Green's that I've seen, and Guardians of the Galaxy is his third highest overall. It raises his average film rating to a 48.71, his value to a 3, and his overall score to a 51.71. Guardians is just behind the Lego Batman movie, just ahead of Enemy of the State. He is tied with Lucas Till uh, at 2,781st, falls just behind Robert Pattinson, just ahead of Edith Evans. Edith Evans was in some movies and was nominated for two Oscars, one for The Whisperers and one for Tom Jones, neither of which do I think are very good movies. And that's it. Wow, I thought that would be... Well, I thought I thought there would be more people. But that's all the actors. So, moving on to genre. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 checks off the action genre, raising that average rating to a 56.02. Checks off adventure genre, raising that to a 55.6. Checks off comedy, 56.7. Fantasy, 56.87. And sci-fi, 55.47. Uh, it passes the Bechdel test with a 3. Um, trying to think. Uh, there aren't any... Oh, all, most of the Gamora and Nebula scenes uh, pass the Bechdel test quite easily. It is rated PG-13. And is currently not on the IMDb Top 250 or my Top 100. As far as Academy Awards, it has not been nominated for any currently, but I think there's a good chance it gets in for either special effects, eh, or makeup and hairstyling, or costume design. Um, it's definitely a techie film. Um, anything above the line, it probably won't contend for in the slightest, but it should be a something that uh, a lot of voters are keeping in the back of their minds as far as uh, below the line categories so Guardians of the galaxy volume 2 we'll see 
I think it'll get at least one nomination. I think. And finally, its impact on the year of 2017. It is one of the 52 films released this year that I've currently seen, one of the 433 films that I've seen in this calendar year. It raises the average rating of a tw- of all 2017 films to 39.97. Uh, their comparative tomato meter scores are 52.22, so I am drastically lower than the tomato meter at this point in the year. Um, it is the 12th action film, 10th event- adventure film, 18th comedy film, 9th fantasy film, and 12th sci-fi film uh, from this year that I've seen. Part of the 48% of films that have received an 3 on the Bechdel test from this year. And the 19th film from this year that has been rated PG-13. Just one behind the 20 films rated R. So, that's mostly it. <laughs> that is the statistics on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, kind of a short episode. But, like I said, I'm trying my hardest to uh, keep things regular at the moment and, and kind of put out as much content as possible on as much of a topics as I can. So, going to leave it right there for now. And uh, I'm not sure what the next episode I'll release is going to be. I would like it, as I mentioned before, I would like the Mayborn Actors episode to come out as soon as possible. But... Uh, That's going to be a very long episode, and the time to record it is not as easily found as I'd like. So, thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you want to check out more episodes, check out the Scavenger Hunt Superlatives, check out the Circle of Film Awards, of which Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is appearing at the moment. Um, I believe it is given, uh, it is part of the best picture race at the moment. It is also uh, giving Michael Rooker a best supporting actor nomination. And I think it's being nominated for special effects. And might be it. That might be it. Um, so check that stuff out at circleoffilm.com. And as always, have a week. So She fades from view So long, farewell I'll be to say adieu In the name of love One night in the name of love So long, farewell Oh, what I'll be to say Wait a minute Wait a minute, Wait a minute.